Hello everyone, welcome to Thus Say the Lord Online Radio, where preaching and propagating Christ is our business. My name is Lazarus. Thank you for taking the time to join with us. Not forgetting to wish you a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful new year. We thank God for his grace, for his mercy, for bringing us thus far. As we are still in the early days of the new year, we just want to thank God for bringing us thus far. We say, Ebenezer, you have brought us thus far. You've helped us thus far. It is only by his goodness and by his mercy that we still where we are. We still have what we have and we have our very being. Bible says it is in him that we live and we move and we have our being. We just want to thank God. And as we're about to begin uh, this year, I just want to encourage you from the word of God. There's nothing that is is more of a greater substance and that can be able to sustain us if it's not the word of God. God gives us his word because that is that is the food that we need for life. It is the food for your spirit, man. And the spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm. It's actually what happened in the spiritual realm that will determine what will happen in the physical realm. So if you want to win in the physical realm, learn to win in the spiritual realm first. And that's what the Word of God does. It helps us to set our relationship with God right. And when our relationship with God is right, we're able to experience and have what God promises. He is a good God. He is a covenant-keeping God. He always watches over His Word to perform it. Now, as we are starting the new year one of the weapons that the enemy uses is fear and i just feel so strong in my heart um to speak to you about fear and um uh, very soon uh, you will see on if you follow uh, the information on our website uh, on our facebook pages where we're going to be we're busy compiling the the confessions um simply because we believe in the Word of God, and we believe that the Word of God is the final authority. We believe that the Word of God works when we take this Word, apply it in our lives, put it into practice, we will have what the book says we will have. No doubt about it. No question, no discussion about it. If God said it, it is settled. There is no need for intervention from a human being to decide as to whether what God said will be true or not. The only person who can decide, it's yourself. You are the only one who can decide whether the word of God will work in your life or not. Because the Bible says, let it happen according to your faith. You know, God works by faith. If you do not mix the word with faith, it will not benefit you. No matter who preaches it, even Jesus himself couldn't perform miracles many miracles he couldn't do much work much works there because they hindered him by lack of faith by not believing and because of that he was not able to do what he wanted to do but we're going to look in isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. so these confessions that i'm talking about are basically scriptures that we're taking from from the word of god and we want to make it a bit more personal we personalize it so where the scripture says you, then you will uh, replace that you with me. 
because you, you're taking that word personal. God is speaking that word to you and you're taking it personal. And as you begin to speak this word, you begin to confess this word, begin to, com to confess it daily, you know, to speak this word daily, you'll begin to see the changes that will take place in your life. It is the word of God. The word of God works. The reason why we don't see the results is because we are not working it. We are not putting it in, into practice. We are not we, we are not serious about this thing. This I want to encourage you. Let us go deeper where the word of God is concerned. Let's take the word of God seriously because that is what will give us the stamina. That's what will help us to stand strong even during challenging times. We're trusting God. Like God said to us that, you know, what we, what we experienced or what we accomplished last year is nothing compared to what is coming. We believe that the best is yet to come. We believe, Lord, we believe, as God said, that we should forget the things of old. We should forget the things of the past. Whether it be past victories, past failures, whatever has happened in the past, let it stay in the past. Because God is about to do a new thing. Let's trust God that he's going to do a new thing in our lives, a new thing in our families, a new thing in our businesses, a new thing in our churches, a new thing in our workplaces. God is going to do a new thing in our lives. And let us make sure that we are ready for the new thing that God is going to do. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. I'm reading from the Good News Bible. It says, Do not be afraid. I am with you. I am your God. Let nothing terrify you. I will make you strong and help you. I will protect you and save you. You know, the God that we serve is forever faithful. He watches over his word to perform it. If you study the life of David and you study his life carefully, you will see that his success came from the Lord being with him. The reason why David was so successful is not because he, was, he had mastered the art of, of, uh, of battle. It's not because David was smarter than his enemies. It's not that David had special qualities about him that other people didn't have. It is because David knew how to access um, the favor of God. It is because David was a man after God's own heart. And the Lord was with him. David won the victories because the Lord was with him. David knew how to connect with God. David won because the Lord was with him. It was the Lord being with David that caused him to triumph, that made him to be the victorious king that he was. It doesn't matter who you are or what your background may be. What matters is, is who is with you. What matters is he who is on the inside of you. That's what matters. For the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This means that the one that resides on the inside of you is the enabler. The one that resides on the inside of you is the one that makes you bigger. The one that makes you stronger is the one that enables you to be greater than the one that is outside. So by virtue of this scripture, we know that the devil is defeated. We know that the devil does not have more power than we do. Because we have the greater one on the inside of us. 
And the greater one on the inside of us strengthens us. The greater one on the inside of us empowers us um, for life. So we can walk boldly. You can walk boldly in this world because you have the greater one residing on the inside of you. And because the greater one is residing on the inside of you, there's no need for fear. He will give you the victory. He said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. He's always with you. Wherever you go, he's with you. You know, when you have a revelation and an understanding of the Lord being with you, you will never be moved by fear again. The reason why we are so fearful is because oftentimes we forget what God says to us in his word. Oftentimes we 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 live by our senses. We live and are dictated by the things that we see with our eyes, touch with our with our with our um, hands, um, smell with our nose, hear with our ears. We allow the physical senses to actually control us, to to tell us what we can and we can't do. Um, it's quite important for us to get to a point where we allow the the word of God to take preeminence. Because when the word of God takes preeminence, fear has no chance. There's no way that fear can thrive. There's no way that fear can uh, be able to exist where there is faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you need to know also that fear is the devil's number one weapon. That's what the devil uses against the believer. He knows that if he can get you into fear, he will paralyze your faith. And once your faith is paralyzed, you're finished. God works by faith. God is the God of faith. If there's ever anything that God is going to do in your life, all that he's going to do with you, it's got to be by faith. For the just shall live by faith. So fear is nothing but a weapon that the enemy uses against the believer. He knows that if he can get you into fear, then he can get you into doubt. And when you are in doubt, you'll be, you know, a double-minded man. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. So the enemy wants to bring, to create a situation of instability, a situation of double-mindedness, so that he, you can get you trapped, so that he can get you to miss the best that God has for you. Whatever situation that you may be facing, always remember that God has promised to make you strong. God has promised to help you. God has promised to protect you. And God has promised to save you. Our God cannot lie. He cannot lie. Lying is something that he cannot do. So if God promises, then he fulfills. That is just what it is. And that is how great, how awesome, how magnificent our God is. All we need to do is to trust him. All we need to do is to open up our hearts and take him at his word. You know, he sent forth his word and healed them. It is by the power of his word that he sustains the universe. That's how powerful his word is. And he gave you and I his word so that we can stand on that word. The word of God is a solid sure foundation it never fails god 
exalts his word above his name. So he's more interested or rather he's, he takes seriously what um, comes out of his word. You know, uh, uh, it, it, it takes more seriously. It, it is, it is, he exalts his word above his name. That's what God does. And that is the kind of God that we serve. Now let's go to um, Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah 43 verse 1 to 5. It's a good God. It's a wonderful God. Isaiah 43 says, Jacob, the Lord created you. Israel, he made you. And now he says, don't be afraid. I saved you. I named you. You are mine. When you have troubles, I'm with you. Listen to what God is saying. I don't know what troubles you are in today. I don't know what challenging situations you are in today, but listen to what God is saying. God is saying, when you are in trouble, I'm with you. When you cross rivers, you will not get, you will not be hurt. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not hurt you. That's because I, the Lord, am your God. I, the Holy One of Israel, am your Savior. I gave Egypt to pay for you. I have I gave Ethiopia and Seba to make you mine. You are precious to me, and I have given you a special place of honor. I love you. That's why I'm willing to trade others, to give up whole nations to save your life. So don't be afraid, because I'm with you. I will gather your children and bring them to you. I will gather them from the east and from the west. Listen to a wonderful promise by God. I said it earlier that our God is a covenant-keeping God. He watches over his word to perform it. He is not a man that he should lie. So he says, when you go through the water, I will go with you. You will not get hurt. When you're going through the fiery situation, I will go with you. You will not be burned. So there is absolutely no need for us to walk in fear. God has given us enough promise. God has given us enough assurance. And um, we need to get to a position where what God says holds more um, power. What God says holds more authority. What God says should be of uh, utmost importance than what anybody else says. You see, because the enemy uses fear to, to cripple you. He uses fear to ensure that you miss uh, the best that God has for you. You miss God. It is the, the enemy's number one weapon against the believer. Fear. And uh, just as faith comes by hearing God's word, so also fear comes by hearing, by hearing the devil's words or hearing negativity. You know, faith uh, is built by the word of God, and so is fear. But fear, rather, is not built by the word of God. It's built by the secular word. All you need to do for you to be afraid, you need to hear. And if you hear negative news, you hear negativity, and you get in fear, then, you know, uh, you, you, you are crippled. And that's where the enemy wants you to be. 
he wants you to be crippled once you're crippled you can't move remember the the, the man who was crippled at at the pool you know the man couldn't walk so there was nothing nothing much that the man could do even for himself until Jesus came and set him free and i believe that even today the lord is in the business of setting people free the lord is in the business of setting people free in the name of Jesus open up your heart for him today let him set you free free from fear free from the works of the enemy we are told that there are 365 phrases of fear not in the bible if this is true then it could be that for each day the lord is saying to you fear not what i do know is and you can actually check this yourself by doing a study in the bible you will find out that every time um a messenger came like an angel came to give a message uh to whoever you need to give a message to normally the first thing they say is fear not fear not fear not that that's the weapon of the enemy the enemy uses fear it thrives on fear but like the word of god says my people perish for lack of knowledge a lot of people perish because of not knowing what the word of god says the word of god says that um fear has no legal ground on your life that's what the word says and the word works at all times it is the word of god the same the very same word that god elevates the very same word that god exalts above every every other name so if fear has not been dealt with fear can cripple you and hinder you from experiencing the greatness of god in your life notice that the scripture has never said that you will never have any trouble it rather says that god will be with you in trouble god said never said you will never have trouble some people think that the minute they get saved and all their problems will go away and they'll never have any problem if that is the case if that is your mentality then you know it's a bit mixed up and you're going to get disappointed you see i believe that the word of god needs to build us up we shouldn't be um babies in the lord forever we should be able to be uh, be in a position where we can um accept the solid truth of the word of god the solid truth of the word of god so that it can change our lives you see god is interested in changed lives god wants changed lives he wants people to draw closer to him he wants people to know him those that are needing help that help can be provided for them that is the kind of god um that we serve notice the scripture says that he will be with you in trouble when you walk through the fire he'll be with you when you walk through the water he'll be with you and they will not harm you they will not harm you because the lord is with you because you believe and you see this thing is activated by faith 
if you do not believe that the Lord is with you, you will still be in fear. You will still be fearful. The more confidence um, you have in God and in what he says, the easier it becomes for you to trust him instead of focusing on your fears. The more you trust him, the more you trust him, or rather the more confidence you have in him, then is the more you will trust him and fears will not have its way in your life. Um, you know, in, in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, we're reading something very interesting here. I want to read it to you. Hebrews chapter 5, or rather chapter 13, verse 5. And it says, Don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never leave you. I will never abandon you or forsake you. Some translation says, forsake you. I'm reading from the NLT. Verse number six. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? So God is saying that he will be with you. You know, I like it in the Amplified Bible where it says, uh, he will never, no, never. You know, it, it repeats it on a number of occasions just to emphasize the fact that God has promised that he will never leave you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So you can have confidence. That's why verse 6 says, we can say this with confidence. The Lord is my helper. Why? Because I know that he will never leave me. I can say with confidence that my Lord... Lord is my helper, and I will have no fear because the Lord is with me. So that's why he says, Fear not. He says, Fear not because he knows what he's talking about. The Lord is with you, and because he's with you, you will have the victory. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't, don't be in so much fear that it cripples your faith and your walk with God. Don't allow fear to have such authority in your life that it controls you. I remember a couple of months back, just on this issue of the Lord being with you, the Lord being with us, and the Lord not forsaking us. I just want to share this testimony with you that I believe can be of great help to you, that I believe that can encourage your faith and just to help you to stand strong in the Lord. When God promises that he'll never leave you, he means what he, what he says. A couple of months back, I was actually um, driving from Kimberley to Durban. This is in, this is in, in South Africa. And uh, I was driving via different towns. And um, I had just left Herzogville. I was on my way to um, Welcome. And then from Welcome, I would be on my way to Durban. My destination was Durban. And uh, those of you who are familiar with that road, I forgot the name of that road. I'm not sure that's the R726 or I can't remember, but Herzogville and Baltfontein. The road between Herzogville and Baltfontein. <laughs> if you know the road, you will understand why I'm laughing because it is full of potholes. Um, it, it is better to drive 
off the road than to actually drive on the road because if you're driving on the road your car your vehicle is likely likely to get damaged more than if you're driving off the road that's how bad the road is unfortunately i had a pyre uh, a tire puncture <laughs> a pyre tancture <laughs> i had a tire puncture and um when i tried to fit the spare wheel i only discovered then that um the rim that i purchased earlier was the wrong one because it didn't fit um the guys that i purchased the rim from promised me that it's the correct rim so i never got to to, to test and confirm if it was i took them at their word i believed them that they are selling me the correct thing now when i need to use it i couldn't use it because it wouldn't fit on the vehicle so there i was stuck it was around half past five in the evening and um i found the insurance and the insurance was so 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 busy that it took them one and a, one and a half hours to actually end up taking my call um you must remember this thing happened half past five in the evening now it's getting dark and i was in the middle of nowhere i was about i think about 80 kilometers from from Velcom and uh, I was in the middle of nowhere just farms just farms and what happened was um while I was stuck there I mean the tow truck came at around 10 p.m to come and tow me because I had no spare wheel and one of my tires were damaged so the tow truck eventually came came at around 10 o'clock but the good thing is that while I was waiting while I was there between half past five and 10 o'clock can imagine by the time it got to eight o'clock as a dark pitch dark and um the, the owner of a security company actually came and stood by me you know he said um sometimes the um there are incidents that happen on that road and as a result they do their best to make sure that the road is you know is secured especially if someone in a situation that i was in um is stranded there they, they 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 go and assist and this man stood by me until the tow truck came just to ensure that i was safe just to ensure that you know uh, nothing wrong happens to me while i'm waiting for the tow truck you know to me that is the provision of god to me that is god saying to me i will never leave you out I, i will never forsake you i am with you and because i am with you don't be afraid don't um uh, allow fear you know to get the best of you because fear nullifies faith fear brings panic and when you are in panic mode you cannot be in faith mode so you know because i i heard of stories of i personally heard of stories of people that got stuck on the side of the road and they were attacked and robbed some of them unfortunately were even killed simply because they got stuck on the side of the road I remember hearing of a story of a couple that got stuck for few on the side of the road while they were still waiting for help someone came and attacked them and killed them you know um and uh, the main reason was that they, they they had a breakdown and they were still trying to get help actually help was on the way when they got killed so i got stuck in the middle of nowhere but god sent someone to come and stand by my side until help arrived for me that is god 
and that is why I'm so grateful. I say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for your help. Thank you that you are the one that is um, propelling us forward. I pray, Father, even for our listeners, Lord, I don't know what they're going through in their lives. I don't know what the situation is in their lives, but I know that we are serving a good God. I know that we are serving a covenant-keeping God, and that, Father, you are able, Lord, to, to change their stories. In the name of Jesus, you are God all by yourself. You said we should fear not. We should not fear anything. If the Lord is with us, then who can be against us? If the Lord is with us, then who can successfully be against us? There's no one who can successfully be against us when the Lord is with us. Thank you, Father, for your being with us. Thank you, Lord, for watching over your word to perform it. Bless you, Lord. We lift you up. We thank you, my God, and we honor you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.